0: You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 132. Want more from Eric Sue? Watch him on Facebook Live every Friday at 9 30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Interact and ask some questions. Visit facebook.com Eric W. Sue Trainer to be live with Eric. See you there. It's back. Now called Eric Sue Mastermind 2.0, it will be offered starting October 10th, 2016. Over eight weeks you will get Eric's proven health and wellness strategies to help you get your health back and achieve your fitness goals. Join in with other highly motivated people as we all support and inspire one another. Visit wwwericwsucom forward slash mastermind for all the details. Are you a first-time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long-time listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Su. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have an experienced and hard-working personal trainer with us today. His name is Alonzo Macy. We'll be talking about mindset preparation and simple eating plans to achieve health and wellness success. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Alonzo. Alonzo, are you ready to make it happen?
1: What's up my I man, I am ready to spread some knowledge and get this going.
0: Awesome. He has been in the fitness industry since 2009 and has always had a passion for helping others. Like many other little boys his age, his story started on the grammar school basketball team with the idea that if he became a little stronger, a little faster, and jumped a little higher, maybe that popular kid in school would be him. It didn't quite turn out that way. But in the process, he found something worth so much more. Moving forward, after graduating out of the military, he decided to go after his passion in health and fitness by obtaining his personal trainer certification through the American College of Sports Medicine and also becoming a certified fitness nutrition coach through Nesta, N-E-S-T-A. In 2009, he started Fit for Life, by Alonzo, a personal training company, personal trainer company that's helped helped individuals lose weight and have fun doing it. With Fit for Life by Alonzo, it is his way to pass on his knowledge to others whose dreams are to live the way they want without any limitations. Helping others has become his passion and the thing that drives him 365 days a year. That's an awesome bio, Malonzo, and that's just a little bit. Which could you share with our audience a little bit more and how you got started?
1: Yeah, man, uh, Eric. Like kind of like the bio said, you know, I was like, I was a kid in, in, in grammar school who, again, wanted to jump higher, jump faster, and you know, be that guy, like a lot of the guys out there on, on the basketball team or football team when they were younger, um, and that's what I wanted to do. But in the process, I found something a lot greater than, you know, just playing basketball, Um, and that was, you know, helping others and inspiring others to achieve their health and, you know, fitness goals. Um, Simply, you know, how I got started into the health and fitness industry was I had the the nine-to-five job, and I just, you know, didn't feel like I was accomplishing much with my time. You know, I was like, I I felt like it was something greater that I could be doing, something more important that I could be doing with my time. And, and that's when I, you know, I started taking my health and fitness a little more serious and I had friends and buddies who would be like, man, you seem like you know what you're doing. Let me train with you. You know, like, what do you eat? What do you do? How do you train? And then honestly, I, I think I, I started doing my first in-home um, personal training in, in Chicago and my first couple of clients just came off of uh, of, uh Craigslist. I don't know if you know what that is, but, mm-hmm. um, posted an ad up and a couple clients reached out to me and from there, it just took off from there. Very
0: good. Excellent. Uh, Craigslist, for those who are, um, are not familiar, is just a posting site for services and products and whatnot and um, it's, I believe, uh, worldwide, I think, but anyhow, that's what you used, correct? Yeah.
1: Got it. Yeah, that's, that's what I used to get started until I got my mind around this whole website and all that kind of stuff.
0: Very good. Excellent. Um, in addition to that, Alonzo, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? My audience loves to hear this answer.
1: One cool, unique fact is, <laughs> um, it's it's honestly a little embarrassing, but I love um, it's it's unique.
0: Okay, I love
1: doing car concerts in my car.
0: What is that? That's,
1: it, 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 I know it, it sounds really weird, but I love. Um, I have like certain songs that I'll play, and they're they're random. Usually the country or some pop song, and I'll do a car concert in my car and send it to all my friends, and they just die laughing. Um, it's it's something that I don't know why I love doing it. It's just it's fun to bring the smile to my face and put the smile on people's face. That's something I I love love doing.
0: Okay, that's got to be a first because I've never heard of it. Maybe, uh, maybe. <laughs> it's just basically a video of yourself singing
1: or something. Yeah, I mean, literally, that's all. I'm I'm, I'm taking a video of myself. Like, I'm I'm doing my best, you know, in, in, impersonation of the song. I'm uh, not actually singing it. My voice isn't that great. Uh, I'm just mouthing the words and doing facial expressions along with it.
0: Oh man, I guess we have to go to your Facebook page or something to see that, right? Or is it YouTube?
1: uh how about we yeah you might have to do that but prepare yourself
0: <laughs> awesome well make sure we get that in the show notes or at the end uh we'll include it in the show notes This, see where we can find you anyhow um that's awesome you're the first i think i've after 100 and plus <laughs> episodes so awesome good for you okay um let's get into this topic today though and we uh, we talked earlier and we decided that mindset preparation and simple eating plans to achieve health and wellness success would be a great topic. So let's dive into yeah. the, the first part, which is the mindset preparation. And can you share with our audience how do you describe it to people and, and how do you help others?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, how I describe the mindset preparation is, is, is that anytime someone decides they want to take on a, a new challenge, a new goal whether it's related to health or fitness or work-related, whatever it may be, right, you, when you say, I want to I accomplish this, what you're actually doing is you're telling your mind that, hey, I need to get ready to start pulling everything into this that I can, because you have to convince yourself mentally that you're ready to go through um, the steps, the procedures, the actions, the, the sacrifices, the blood, sweat, tears, however you want to call it. You're ready to go through all of this to reach your goal, and uh a lot of times people or individuals aren't really mentally prepared you know, for mm-hmm. going through that because they just think it's just they say that it's gonna happen you know they say that their minds are actually just gonna follow it when it's actually the opposite way around you know you actually have to prepare your mind with with little things with little steps to to get it ready you know so if i'm saying i'm i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna work my way to to you know getting healthier, losing weight, you know, next summer or this, this winter or this fall, this holiday season, you know. So, for example, if you say I'm, I'm going to not gain five pounds doing Thanksgiving, mm. right, so how are you going to do that? So mentally I have to sit there and think like, okay, I know this usually happens. I usually start going to these places and start buying these foods. So mentally how can I get myself to be like, you know what, I don't want to do that. I need to have a, a game plan to go around that. So mentally, you have to prepare yourself for things that are going to happen because if you're not mentally prepared for it, then you're—it's a strong likelihood that you're not going to succeed at it.
0: Right. I want to say that there's so much attached to the emotional things. Um, yeah. And people are associating, for example, just going off what you said about Thanksgiving—the the feeling of. Uh, family, the feeling of food, and th- all the emotion that is attached right. to those those scenarios. I think is is that what you're trying to uh, clarify in people's heads? Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. Exactly what you just said. You know, um, a, a lot of times, it's, like you said, it's that emotional connection. It's a time of gathering, it's a time of family, and people get around and you sit and eat and eat and you, you're not really conscious of what you're doing. You're just enjoying time with family, right? Mm. But as you're enjoying that time, you're, you're you're sacrificing yourself and your body and your physical health and things like that to take on all these, you know, eat these calories and all this fat and, and all these different, different things that are really good. And mentally you're not aware because you're thinking it's family time.
0: Mm-hmm. You get, know what I mean? But I was going to also Go add to that, which is like in terms of the fitness people can say, well, it's the holidays. And so that's the excuse, so not to, not to exercise. Yeah. I mean, it's the mental side of things they tell themselves, the self-talk, I think it's called.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a, a buddy of mine said one thing, not, not, not a buddy, well, someone I, I look up to, and he said, well, here, let me ask you this question, right? So because it's this, if you, if, if, if you woke up every morning, right, and would you just stop brushing your teeth because of the holidays? <laughs> like w- w- would you just you know stop showering? would you stop brushing your teeth, stop you know doing all the things you readily do just because of the holiday season? Mm. so why stop now so so why let the holiday season throw you off everything else right yeah, yeah, absolutely you know what, I mean? what what
0: um what can you tell someone who is maybe going through this um, um I don't know failure to overcome a unmotivated mindset? You know, what, what could you tell somebody? What, what would you tell them to start thinking?
1: Well, here, I, I, I have a client I met with this morning. Um, and I was, you know, we were sitting down and just kind of talking, because we just started out, so a lot of it is mental preparing. And I always ask, I ask people, I was like, why? You know, what is it that, that you're failing to do? You know, because usually when people think of things that they're failing at, it's usually like these really big things. Mm. It's like I can't, I'm not making it to the gym. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z, um, or I'm not reaching my goal. And I always have people to break it down into smaller, smaller little micro goals, mm. right? So, so, so mentally, how can I mentally start pairing myself? How can I start getting those wins that turn into like, you know, the small wins that turn into big ones. Mm-hmm. So I the people to, to break things down into small small little goals first, and analyze like why is that small goal not happening? And then now once we figure out why that small goal isn't happening, let's try to figure out a solution for it. Mm. Then just take it one by one at a time.
0: Yeah. I, I want to say that, that it's really important to, to set a clear vision at the same time when, when doing yeah. this, right? and um, I think that goes a long way too. visualization is is very key is absolutely
1: yeah absolutely like having a clear vision of what you want to do is is so key because without it you're just going to be you know lost just stumbling across and trying to figure out you know playing musical chairs with things
0: (laughs) so so what what is it that that um, someone can do right like today what is it that they can do after listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast
1: here, okay, so here's one thing someone can do for, sit, I would tell people to sit down, you know, anytime I start with a new client, and the first thing they can do, right, is is sit down and write out their, whatever goal they're trying to reach, right? Now, after, let's say they write out a three-month goal, like, what is your three-month goal, okay? Then you break that down to what is your, your monthly goal, okay? After you write down what your monthly mm-hmm. goal is, Then you can go from there, and now you can write down what little steps can they make to get to that monthly goal. Like how can I, you know, if I want to lose 20 pounds in three months, okay, well, let's break that down even further. If I want to lose 20 pounds in three months, that's about seven pounds a month, Mm -hmm. right? So, heck, if I break that down even further into a one-month goal, then I want to lose, you know, one and a half pounds a week. Mm-hmm. So in order for them to lose one and a half pounds a week, what are they currently doing now, right at this moment? What are they currently doing today that they can change for tomorrow?
0: Mm-hmm. Right? They're preparing like, themselves, What right? am I
1: doing that mm-hmm. I can... Yeah, absolutely, preparing prepare yourself. Um, so what am I doing right this, what am I doing today that tomorrow, if I didn't do it, it would put me closer to my goal? Mm-hmm.
0: And so real quick too is isn't there like uh preparing for setbacks too is and through this whole planning right if a doesn't happen then b uh, is your backup type of thing and then that's how we can um, help someone's who has a not so strong of a mindset but to become better at it
1: i'm I'm sorry, but you were trying to kind of breaking up there. I'm sorry about that one more time
0: no, I was gonna say that do we need to have a plan b just in case the plan A doesn't go go through, right? And so that they're preparing themselves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what, one of the biggest things that I tell clients, too, is that you have to prepare yourself for those roadblocks. Like, you have to actually, you know, you have to prepare to fail as well. Just as you Just as you plan to succeed and reach your goals, you also have to plan for failure because it's probably going to happen at some point at some point along this journey, you're going to have a failure. You're going to have something that you just, it doesn't happen. And what are you going to do when that happens? Are, are, you, are you going to stay and soak in the moment and let it eat you up? Or are you going to, you know, rebound and get right back on it? So for if if you have a, a plan B, it's like, okay, well, you know what? This is my goal for this month. But now if I don't hit that goal, then here's my my secondary goal is to, you know, live myself, or make sure I'm 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 eating, you know, as clean as I can for the month, you know, so that way I, I can gauge. Well, maybe if I didn't lose that one and a half pounds, or, or if I didn't lose that seven pounds this month, well, Plan B. Then was I able to, you know, stick to my workout program this week? Was I able to stick to my eating um, plan this uh, um, this month? You know, what 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 sub goals? I guess you can say your your sub plans. Can you have that can also you gave your, your success. Maybe it's not the weight loss. So maybe come down to plan B. So with that, eat all my workouts. Okay. I, I didn't do that one, but now it's plan C. Well, was I able to at least, you know, eat pretty healthy? Okay. Well, C didn't work. Now maybe it's plan D. So now plan D then is what one habit did I change this month, hmm. right? Instead of having three sodas a week or five sodas a week, I know I know I it's only have three instead of five. So hell that's a win. Right. You know, you have to take those small wins as well as the big
0: ones. Right. And, and it's so, and you probably have seen this, Alonzo, which is how someone who is going for a goal and they didn't reach it, how they react. And they could go into depression. They can go into some downward oh, yeah. spiral. And, and so I think that that, that that having that plan B and looking at the upside to whatever outcome that has, has occurred is always, in my opinion, the best way to deal with um any setback?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, you, you can't just because you don't reach that primary goal. You have to take, like I say, you have to take the small wins, and then you also have to not beat yourself up about it. Yeah. Because you have to understand that you 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 have to understand that you're putting yourself, you're going through something that you either you've never done before or you haven't done for a very long time. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, so you know, something something can come up.
0: Absolutely we can go on and on. I know that um, you're very knowledgeable in this area um, there is a second area that we wanted to focus in on and that was uh, simple eating right. plans and um, yeah h- how do you help your clients um, establish a simple eating plan?
1: So here i I well for my clients when it comes to simple eating plans, I break it down as simple as I can, which is at every meal, you know, at every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you always want to make sure you have a balanced plate, right? The balanced plate is carbs, proteins, and fats. You know, I, I actually, I, I use um, a lot of tools from Precision Nutrition, which is, you know, the size of the palm, size of the fist, and the size of the thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the size of the size of the palm is, is your carb source, size of, of your fist is your protein, size of your thumb is, is your fat. So I always say you want to make sure you have a, a balanced meal um, throughout the day at every single meal. And then two, I um, always ask them to keep in mind that you know when you're eating your meals to enjoy them. Take your the time. Don't you know? Don't try, don't watch TV. Kind of put your mind at in the moment. Take that 10 to 15 minutes and enjoy your food because you notice that you actually enjoy the food better. You actually you're not just scarfing it down. You are digesting it better as well. Mm-hmm.
0: What, one of the things that I, I, you may have come across, and I've come across for sure, is, is what's healthy now, and, and so. Oh yeah. What, what what kind of advice could you share with our audience from your oh, experience?
1: Here, here's my number one thing I will say: get off of the organic this, organic that, <laughs> right? Because everyone wants, and here's the organic word, and they go crazy. Oh, it must be great for you. It must be good for you. Well, let's break it down to just eating the proper food first before we get to organic this and organic that. Mm. Let's just focus on making the better choices first, Mm. right? So when you say, okay, now now what's healthy and and what's healthy out here nowadays? Well, here, I always tell people my clients here, stay away from the, you know, of course, the process, you know, things that already that you can pop in the microwave and eat. Right. Mm. It's easy Mm. and convenient. But I would much rather people go in and say, "Hey, you know, let me make my own chicken or my own ground turkey." You know, I mean, me and you both could probably go through a whole list of different meats. But right. you know, when you say what's healthy out here, it's anything that I can see and I know what's in it. That's, that's how mm-hmm. I tell my clients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what is healthy? If you know what's in your food, that that's probably healthy. If you don't know what's in it, then you have no idea what you put into your system. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I want to say that there has to be a breakdown as to you know, I I I don't see people doing 100% unprocessed, and I, I right. I'm probably 80% unprocessed. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and and so I don't know. Do you have a, a breakdown as to what kind of yeah um, system people should follow?
1: And actually, you 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 actually just hit it on the head. I tell my clients 80, 80 20, mm-hmm. 80 80 percent, you know, sticking to a, a clean, healthy plan, and 20% is just going to be just garbage, probably, you know. <laughs> I mean, this, I'm just being honest and realistic yeah. at times. People go out these days. People go out with friends. People have birthdays. People go out to parties, have work events. People bring stuff into work and donuts like that, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always say, you know, if 80% of your week, of, of your day is, you know, the clean, healthy foods, and that 20% is kind of like that, ah, I shouldn't have that donut, and I shouldn't have this, mm-hmm. then, you know, I can live with that. You know, because from there you can only progress. If I can get you to 80 to 20, then I can start bumping up to the 85%. And then maybe the 90%, you know, unprocessed foods, um, 10% processed. And then the great thing about that is, I'm sure you may notice as well, is that once you start eating pretty pretty clean, right, your body starts rejecting that processed foods. Mm. Like your body can't handle it anymore. It, It starts to go into a phase where it's just like, your stomach hurts. You gotta go to the bathroom. You can't. It just doesn't feel mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now your body has rejected it, and now you know that okay, I shouldn't eat that. I probably shouldn't eat that anymore because I felt like crap for two days after I ate it. Right, right, right. But like right. you said, my my, my simple rule was you know the eighty twenty rule. That's usually the rule I go out of. Yeah. I go off
0: of. Now, here's something that I've, um, kind of, understood to be true, which is, we have to eat. Accordingly to how we exercise and not anything different, right? And does that make sense? Because like some people start thinking, oh, I need to get on a diet and start eating less. Even though their activity has increased. What do you you say to that?
1: I, I, man, this is, (laughs) Eric, I just had a conversation this morning with with one of my uh, clients I just started with. And I told her, I was like, you know, I was telling her that your body requires certain things of you right especially when you're coming to health and fitness and you're trying to work out and things like that see now you just put your body in a whole different situation to where it's like oh i, I need these foods I, I need protein i need carbs i need some sort of fat right mm. so so you're so what you're telling me is that like for example she was like well you know i ate after i well what'd you eat after what i had a piece of turkey and some string cheese <laughs> and i was like wait i was like Well, yeah, you know, I'm trying to, you know, watch the calories so I don't, you know, overeat. Well, here, you have to eat a minimum amount of calories per day to survive, for one. You have, your body requires a minimum amount of protein to function, or you become protein, you know, deficient. Mm -hmm. You know, so I always tell my clients that don't focus on not eating eating this. Focus on eating more, Mm -hmm. because your body is requiring Mm -hmm. you more. You're asking your body, you're demanding these workouts that you're doing on the same, you know, type of eating habits that you had before when you were doing nothing. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now you ask, I'm gonna go through this intense workout and probably burn, you know, hopefully anywhere between three to 450 calories, maybe 500 calories. You know, somewhere between there if the workout is good enough and I'm gonna go up here and eat the same weight. You just can't do it. You have to feed yourself, you yeah. know. You have to, that, that whole thousand calories, thousand calories and 1200 calorie diets are just not gonna cut it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Because you got to keep in mind who so you got yourself Go
0: ahead. I was gonna say it's interesting how people develop this um, thought process, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's our job to kind of educate them on it that you know it's not the way to go. Yeah.
0: Now, what what, what can you tell <clears throat> someone who has a busy lifestyle and how they can simplify? They're eating plants. And you touched on it a little bit, but can you go into it a little bit more? What they could do? Just simple things?
1: You said for someone who has a, a busy lifestyle? Yeah. But can you do simplified things? hmm Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. So someone who, who has a busy lifestyle, let's, let's say it's, it's your corporate person. They work, you know, 10, 12 hours a day, start at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um. So for, for one, one, one thing that I have found with, with be, busy people is that even though they're busy, they have the same routine. Mm. Right? Mm. I I found that no matter how busy that people usually have that same routine in their day. Um and they go to the same places to eat and the same, you know, things at the same time because that's how their schedule works. They're so busy but they're still on that somewhat of a schedule. They have to leave the house by here by seven o'clock drop the kid off at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. get on the highway by eight fifteen, get to work by nine, nine fifteen the latest. Go on the first meeting, then go after that, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So one thing I've told people is that if you're if you're that busy, there is a time in your day, um, maybe it's it's that night when you get home from work where you have to sacrifice that time where you have to pre-plan, mm-hmm. right? You know how busy your day is, so maybe you, let's say you get home at 8 o'clock at night, you know, and understandably so, you're tired and, you know, you kind of just want to go to bed, but you need to plan for that next day, mm-hmm. right? Even because you know you have that schedule that you're at work for 12 hours a day, so you have to plan for the next day and say, hey, okay, let me pack myself, you know, some healthy options with me. Let me take me some almonds. Let me take me some pistachios. Mm. Let me have some, you know, some Greek yogurt. Let me have, here's a good tip, I call it the healthy snack drawer next to my desk, right? Not the snack drawer, but the healthy snack drawer yeah. to where every week you, you go and you say, okay, I'm going to get almonds, I'm going to get pistachios, I'm going to get some fruit. I'm going to have this in my drawer or on top of my desk, and when I feel the need to have those snacks, or I can't make it to lunch, that's going to be my go-to. Right. And instead of the chips or the vending machines or, you know, the, the the people bringing in donuts, I'm I'm going to have that. That drawer is going to be my drawer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then when, and then when it comes to you know your meals, I could do this all the time, everywhere you go has a healthy choice. Yeah. Has a better option. You just choose not to make it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can go in, you can, you can go into any restaurant and find a better option. It's just about you making that better choices and also being educated to know what those options are. Correct. Yeah. I'll always say every place has, you know, every place you go to, they usually have, you know, they have chicken or they may have fish. They may have some form of, of ground beef. Um, maybe it's not in the burger. So maybe instead of you getting the burger, you say, I, I just want, you know, and I get the burger without the bun. It may sound crazy. People are afraid to say it sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. people are afraid to ask for what they really need and what they really should get because they don't want to be looked at like the oddball in the group. Right, right.
0: You know, I I want to say too <laughs> that that to add to uh, what you're saying, isn't it possible for people to make their lunches the night before? I mean, what happened to that whole make your lunch?
1: I'm- a hundred percent. And that's why I say, you, you know, when you get home at 8 o'clock, you have to prepare for the next day. You have to right. prepare, you know. So even if it's taking, let's say here, it's taking you, let's say 30, 45 minutes to prepare your food for the next day where you're making your lunches, you know, the brown paper bags they used to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, people used to take that to work, and now people don't. I'm not sure why, but people don't take it to work because they, they, they say they don't have time. Yeah. But you have time to go out and sit down and spend 10, 15 bucks and eat a lunch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right? Or you can take your lunch from the night before. Turn that 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Make your food. You know what you're eating. Take it to work. Pop it in the microwave. And I promise you, you're going to have better energy. You're going to function better. You're not going to be as sluggish. And you're going to be able to produce more at your job.
0: Yeah. Because I kind of remember that happened from going to, like, elementary school. Pack your lunch. Pack your lunch. <laughs> I don't know. The, yeah. The, that's, yeah. That stuck with me, and um, I still t- do that.
1: Absol- absolutely. You know, mom's always, my mom did it. Like I said, yours, my mom was packed for lunch. I mean, pack my lunch, put it in a brown bag. Here you go. Here's your sandwich. Here's your apple. Here's whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Or she actually, you, you, know, what do you want? Or a- ask yourself the same thing. Yeah. When, when you get home from work, What what do I want for lunch tomorrow? Yeah. You know, what do I want to eat? Do I want chicken? Do I want fish? Do I want turkey? Do I want a burger? What, what do I want? Yeah. And if we really Because think I, I about, guarantee you that. Let's
0: see. You know, if we really think about it, how how many lunch options are there? Soups, sandwiches, uh, and uh, fruit, you know, you just make mix and match. And, yeah. and that's pretty much what's out there in the real world, too. Like if you go to Subway or McDonald's or any of those fast food yeah. places, right? They're pretty much sandwiches.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's, that's pretty much just all they are. I mean, the thing is, nothing has changed. We have just gotten a little lazier when it comes to putting our putting ourselves first as a priority. Yeah, we always think that we have to, you know, we have to sacrifice our, our health in order to work this hard to get this kind of promotion.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, think of it this way: let's say you work that hard to get that promotion, but your health isn't there to support you throughout the longevity of your career. Then mm-hmm. what do you do?
0: Absolutely. Um, Believe it or not, Alonzo, we've been going on for 30 minutes, and uh, I'm pretty sure we can keep going on and on and on. Perhaps (laughs) we have to set up another uh, podcast to just uh, dive into this or even talk about something else. It's been very, very knowledge. You've been very good. A lot of information and knowledge. really appreciate it. Um, Just the last few things, one thing is how do people get a hold of you?
1: Oh, absolutely. You can you're going to go of course i got i have facebook uh fit for life by alonzo um my facebook page um also go to my website it's uh mygurney personal trainer gurney.com as well as you know all the other social nah, social media websites mm-hmm. um which is you know my instagram is is pretty it's pretty well rounded and that one is uh, Mr. Underscore Fit for the number 4 life, 24-7. I try to stay pretty active on there um, and kind of post healthy and funny things at times as well. <laughs> and um, what other ones do I have? I think I have Twitter. I yeah. think.
0: <laughs> Your car concerts. <laughs> do, I have, do I have Twitter?
1: It, <laughs> I think, oh, yeah, I do have Twitter. It's at uh, Alonzo Fit for Life. So Excellent. I try to keep them all out there.
0: Very good. Excellent. And now you have a podcast that you can share with others. and uh, Awesome, man.
1: I'm excited for this.
0: No worries. I uh, really appreciate it. Like I said, um, you guys, Alonzo knows his stuff, so reach out to him uh, on his social media. Uh, go to his website. Check him out. Um, I know this was uh, Fast 30, but, hey, um, there's another 30 we can do down the road. So um, I'll let you go. Maybe we can uh, touch base again afterwards. Um, Gurney's a little far for me, but um, maybe somewhere. And uh, I will will let you go and talk to you
1: soon. All right, buddy. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsu.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.